0: Help. We have Max as our guest. Max is a freelance designer uh, and a business coach uh, to freelancers. He's been doing freelancing for over five years, working with small businesses, uh, consultants, e-commerce brands. And he uh, recently started to uh, do business coaching to those who want to start their freelance. Uh, business and he is also a community manager for freelance founders. Uh, hi Max, welcome hey. thank you very much for joining me today. Yeah, thank, thank you for uh, having me. I had a small introduction but I want to start with asking, can you introduce us yourself? Yeah, so my name is Max. Um, I've been freelancing for the past five years. Um, I come from the music industry where I worked Uh. At some labels, um, distribution companies, um, and a couple agencies, and uh, now I've been freelancing, um, specializing in website design and advertising. But lately, um, focusing a lot more on business coaching for freelancers, and also uh, handling community community management over at uh, Freelance Founders. Okay. And when did you make that transition from presumably uh, working as a full-time employee to to, to start your own business? Uh, what well, what made you make that decision? So I made the decision in twenty sixteen, um, and there was a few different
1: factors that kind of played into it. One of them was um, just had a couple major like life uh, situations that happened. My mom passed away. And, um, I was just,
2: in um, I was just in San Francisco at the time and just like really kind of unhappy with the work that I was doing and wanting something different and being able to like travel and, and be with family and do other things. And so I just really decided was like, all right, well now's the time to do this. Um,
0: and kind of, I just put my two weeks notice to leave my nine to five and just decided that like, Hey, I'm going to figure this out. And if I don't, figure it out then i can always go back to um uh, an office job i i think having like a control on your whole life and to decide to work and to decide to not work having some flexibility is uh i think the main motive for someone uh to
2: things were being able to decide like who I wanted to work with and and, like the industries and and companies I wanted to work with I mean um, at that point I was solely focused in music and so I really wanted to branch out to other stuff like small businesses, consultants uh, just other industries Um, and I was you know I think one of the cool parts about freelancing and owning your own business too is like there's no real cap into how much you can make obviously it takes a lot of time and um and uh you know years of experience to kinda of get to where you want to be but like it's still really exciting that like you don't have this cap that you're only making this much per year. Um you can really kinda of be in control of that and so I think that's a really exciting thing about um freelancing.
0: Um now like the downside of being a freelancer what the you went through and presumably you didn't know that you would uh, when
1: starting freelancing yeah so um going into freelancing
2: uh i mean i was just kind of just focused on like the actual like production stuff of work that i was supposed to do or wanting to do and not really necessarily real to like just all my accounting and business development and all that stuff and so um that was a real hard like lesson that I had to learn the first year especially the first six months um and uh yeah it's definitely something that like I just you know I, when I pictured freelancing I'm like oh I'm gonna get to do the work that I want to do all day and this is, this is gonna be great and I can do X, Y, and Z, but like really at the end of the day, like you're managing and running your own business. And so the actual work that you're doing is just kind of a small part of it. There's
0: a lot of other moving parts. I think I have a couple of questions on my list to learn more about your admin work setup.
2: Yeah. I will come to there, uh, in a bit, but I want to ask,
0: uh, if it's one thing or a couple of things, what is the most rewarding thing uh, about doing your own job? What, what, what did you find most valuable and uh, say that I did a good job uh, starting my own business? I mean, for me, it was just um, like, it was just the ability to travel
2: and like be my, with my family when I wanted to. Um, Cause back when I was working at like my nine to five, like I had to literally take all my PTO days to visit my family. Um, Cause they were based in Philly and I was in, in the West coast. Um, and so freelancing and just being able to travel um, and see them and still work and like not have to worry about like
0: taking time off or asking for permission to do that um, has been like one of the biggest game changers and biggest motivations for me to like make that leap. And, do you remember, like, how did you get your first client, your first ever client? Yeah, um, so I think, I think honestly, it was on Craigslist.
2: Um, I think uh, I um, was messaging, there's like, cause there's some like uh, gig opportunities that show up on there, and I was at the time literally trying to just take on any website project that kind of like came my way. And so I just went on to like every major city Craigslist and just like searched for um like website or job opportunities uh that were like looking for either like freelancers or things like that. And I think I landed like a really, really small landing page bill. I think it was at the time like maybe like three hundred to five hundred dollars. Um, but uh, you know, for me it was like my first gig sauce so to get it. Then how like did it scale
0: to the current state for you? Like how did you find uh, your clients I mean, throughout the years? Yeah, I mean, it really what it is is
2: just like kind of like building your network one by one and, and connecting with people. And uh, for me too, like a big part of my strategy was reaching out to other designers that are in my field. Um, so not necessarily looking at like other freelance designers as competition, but more so ways how we can collaborate and work together um that has been a huge like referral lead generation source for me throughout the years uh, because what happens is other designers and people who have been freelancing know that like you know there's going to be peaks and valleys of like busy months and slower months and sometimes during the busy months you get way more leads than you can handle and you don't know what to do with them um, mm-hmm. and so you know, if you have other designers in your network that you can be like, okay, I can't take on this project right now, but I can pass it to someone else and maybe we can work out a referral fee system, um, then it's a win-win for everyone. And so that was a big focus of mine, uh, for the beginning few years of freelancing. Um, and also, also reaching out to agencies as well, um, who might, uh, not necessarily be looking to have like full-time help but want freelancers for certain projects um, was also a, a nice like lead generation source for some of my slower months um, but really like what it is is just like it's just you know uh, it, it just takes time like you're not gonna have your referral system built up the first year of freelancing because it's really that year that you're gonna take to like kind of grow your business and figure out when what, need, what needs to get done um, but you know, as the years go on, and if you continue to be be a freelancer, like you'll notice that you know you have this referral network um, that is constantly, you know, driving leads or, or opportunities that come your way.
0: Yeah, I think it's very important when you say that, uh, like other designers are not my rivals, but they're mm-hmm. my uh, partners in crime, maybe, and you're it's the way that. You in fact use the disadvantage of uh, having not having a steady workload throughout the year, and uh, using that to leverage to our designers, and uh, maybe uh, getting using some advantage of uh, getting some uh, like gigs from them too. Uh, I still want to ask this. I I'm, I hear a lot when I talk to freelancers that I think the uh, most working way is word of mouth. Uh, what do you think of marketplaces like upwork fiverr yeah i mean used any of those during your so i i think
2: word of mouth is definitely like you know a big lead generation source and it's gonna always be like one of the biggest ones i i think i when i first started out i like set up profiles on all those platforms so to be honest with you i like i haven't really used them um and i don't necessarily have anything against them or or anything like that. It's just at the end of the day, like when I was trying to find work on them, I was constantly having to negotiate my rates and and lower my, you know, like what I would normally charge. And at that point I was just like, I don't want to work with clients who can't afford what I charge. um, Because, you know, typically like
1: 99% of the time, clients who are paying the least, demand the most, um so uh i just kind of like stayed away from that um and that
2: my experience on those platforms was finding like low-balling clients but at the same time i have friends um and other freelancers that i know that like they find the majority of the work on those platforms and they make a lot of money doing that so um, really it's like you know like find out whatever works for you and kind of stick to those those things i, I want to ask how you decide your pricing but
0: before that uh, you already mentioned how you built your network, but are there a couple of tips and tricks? For example, how you reach out to your uh, peer freelancers or the agencies you mentioned? Like yeah, the so way I mean, you reach out to them. I don't know the copy of the email that you sent to them.
2: I mean, yeah, the the usually it's just like super simple and and you know not anything salesy. It's like if if I'm looking for other, so I do a lot of my design in Squarespace. So um, in the beginning, I was just literally searching Squarespace designers and finding people who would kind of show up on the first two or three pages of Google and looking through their work, seeing if like their work is kind of compatible with like mine in terms of like the clients they work with, like the type of um, work that they produce. And then I would just reach out to them and be like, hey, like I'm a fan of your work. um, And I would love to like, get on a call to like kind of chat about what I do, what you do and how we can potentially support each other. Um, Super simple like that and um, you know, sometimes people are going to not respond back to you. Sometimes people are going to say no or whatever it is. But if one person gets back to you and you can actually build like a genuine friendship and connection and potentially leads, I mean, it's all worth doing that. So um, that's something that I highly recommend Uh,
0: when it comes to pricing. How did you decide when you did your first gig and how it evolved deciding your pricing during the years
2: yeah so i mean the first gig i literally just took anything that kind of came my way um that like at that time i was like oh this is cool i'm making some money doing this so like i literally just was like uh whatever like it it doesn't matter um throughout the years it's just you know it's just you
1: kind of learn as you go and being like wait i'm you know my first project i priced
2: myself this but i actually spent like so-and-so hours and i really need to charge more to kind of cover my costs and and my time um and it just kind of comes with experience plus being able to like look at other designers in my field that were doing similar work um who had similar experience and kind of seeing like what their pricing was and kind of being able to um you know be like okay well if they're charging x an hour or x uh per project fee then that's what i want to do as well Um, and also like in the beginning, I was doing a lot of just hourly work, um, but I've I've stopped doing that, and I only charge like project based um, rates right now because I've noticed that when I was doing mainly hourly work, I was penalizing myself for being efficient. Um, because if I could knock out a build or whatever it is in a certain amount of time, um, I would have to charge less because. you know i was only billing
0: hourly versus setting up like a project rate and like this is what my minimum is no matter like if i spend 10 hours on it or five or four or whatever it might be thank you very valuable information like i think being a freelancer also requires establishing a brand and mostly depending on on yourself Uh, so do you want to share any experience of your how how did you establish your own brand yeah i mean i think i think it's
2: important to uh like share your story like kind of um share like who you are like why you're doing what you're doing and like who you like to work with because at the end of the day like as you know there's a lot of people doing similar work as you are like if you are a designer or in advertising or whatever it might be. And so like clients really hire you because um, there's something that they connect with versus just solely the work that you do. Um, and so, um, you know, one thing that I really wanted to do is just kind of share more of my story, um, be super open and transparent um, in hopes of just like, okay, like if I'm a client and I'm trying to decide between a couple of freelancers uh i might go with max because i kind of like what he's about versus someone else
0: who i might not have a connection with. Uh, when did you decide uh, to like turn your uh, knowledge uh, to be a freelance business coach uh, it was this past summer um uh-huh. so
2: uh really i mean like throughout the years i've i've been helping like my friends who or people I've have in my network that like are trying to launch their freelance business and just kind of help them you know with any questions that I can answer to get them started or um, point them in the right direction and uh, yeah it was this past summer where it really kind of came
1: down to like me wanting to do something different with what I was currently working on Um, and just kind of you know just thinking about like okay well like
2: what do I want to focus my time on and what I want to build. And so it kind of led me into, um, you know, launching my coaching business for freelancers. Um, and because, you know, one thing that like would have helped me a lot when I was starting out was like having someone that I could like bounce ideas off of that I could talk to directly and, and have, have that support and accountability. I mean, I know there's, you know, Google and there's a ton of articles and blogs and YouTube videos and stuff like that. But like, at the end of the day, like having like a one-on-one connection with like a coach or a mentor or someone that can like kind of help you get from point A to point B, um, is super helpful. And that's what I kind of want to offer for new freelancers.
0: Thank you. And we can dive a little bit into everyday, uh, like way of managing your, your overall business since having a couple of like being a community manager, a business, a business coach, a designer. Uh, You have different projects, jobs, clients. How do you manage all of them? I mean, I like to think I'm a pretty organized person in general. And so I
1: I just am like, you know, in terms of like what I have on my plate and
2: like what I'm focusing my time on. Um, But really what it is, is like, you know, scheduling out in advance in my calendar of like blocking time off for certain things that I need to do or writing it down on, like, I'm a big uh, fan of post-it notes and, like, just writing stuff down on, like, a piece of paper and and having it in front of me so I can see, like, what I'm, you know, like, working on, like, what's coming up. And, and so just having things that kind of keep me on track um, has been super helpful. Uh, plus, throughout the years, I've kind of, like, realized um, that, like, I can only fit so much on my plate. And so while it might seem like a lot, like, I've uh, – I've been able to like narrow down on some certain projects that like I would have typically said yes to, um,
0: but like kind of just creating that space so I have enough room to do multiple things at once. And I, I presume you also allocate an important amount of time to also do your admin work. Can you like uh, tell us about your uh, business setup in terms of which tools you are using for what? Yeah so um, I use uh, so I've used multiple tools from the beginning to like where I'm at today just like testing new things and and figuring out what works better for me than you know first some tools versus
2: other when it comes to tax time I'm not like scrambling to like find all the cash that I was supposed to owe the government so that's been super helpful Um, and then also Lunify like I use Lunify on a daily basis to track my expenses so um, for me it's like you know being able to uh, have control of like knowing of how much is coming in per month and how much is leaving per month and um, has been huge just to base off like am I on the right track of what I want to make uh, this quarter or a year um, and just having like a yeah, bigger picture. Do you have any difficulties anytime time uh, when it comes to getting paid? How how do you handle those if yeah I mean luckily now I don't because most of my clients have been working with for a while so just very trusting and I know like when they pay on time and and um, so it's been easier on that end but in, in the beginning definitely for sure like there were some times where you know you, you send an invoice and it's due on a certain date and it just takes forever to get paid or they pay late or um, I've had one client and back in the day who um, was trying to like do a chargeback so like it would my so the money that they paid would get sent back to them because they said that like I didn't actually do the work um, but luckily like I saved all the contracts I saved our emails and all that stuff and so like when I sent that to the credit card company like they ruled in my favor so that's also really important to like have contracts and keep receipts of stuff that's happening because um, I'm not saying that there's a lot of shady clients out there but there will be some and um it's just always better to protect yourself uh, max when it comes to helping your productivity do you have any other processes routines that's what your job work depends on yeah i mean i would say at least like for me like i'm a morning person so i know in the morning like that's when i'm going to be focused on my like really deep work and things that i need to get done that day um, and so if you are freelancing or working for yourself and are able to like have control of your schedule is like really kind of find the peak hours that you are feeling energized and motivated and, and wanting to work and kind of use that time to like do your deep work or do the things that you need to get done. And it, it you know, might be in the morning, it might be an evening, um, afternoon, like whatever it is, um. I think that's the beauty of, of working for yourself is you can kind of like tap into those certain hours without having to be on the computer
1: from nine to five. That's not, you know, what works for you. So, um, that's been something that's been super helpful for me. Um, also just, yeah, I mean, you know, having some sort of to do list or things that I want to get done that day that I can actually see like in front of me. So like being able to
2: like have like a post note or something written on paper, um, but also recognizing that like it's not going to be that many number of items because that can also hinder like your productivity when you look at your to-do list and you have like 20 things on there
1: um, because you're not going to know where to start it's going to it's going to be super overwhelming um so i always, always recommend to like maybe just put like three or four like absolute must things that need to get done that day and then if you get through them and there's extra time and you're feeling motivated then you can move on to your other list of, of nice to have things to get done that day um, but like honestly like being able to you know kind of narrow your focus on a few items versus like a huge list um, is super helpful. I was gonna ask because like like this flexibility advantage of being freelancer you can stretch it to
0: the opposite direction. uh, where you work a lot of hours during the day so how do you uh, keep that work and life balance yeah I mean well I mean this year it's been great because I've actually like have a dedicated spot in my
2: house for my home office and so being able to know like okay when I'm in there I'm doing my work and then when I'm out of my office I'm like not working um, or trying not to work so like um, you know and kind of force myself to like if I want to check an email, I have to go in the office to do it versus like being on the couch and like bring out my laptop. Um, that's been super helpful for me just being able to like unplug and, and kind of like pull back a little bit. Um, I mean, the thing is though, is like as a freelancer and as you are running your, your own business, there's going to be things that kind of pop up from time to time um, and, you know, different sacrifices that you have to make just because you're going to be like the person leading the ship. Um, so, you know, sometimes you might have to work on a weekend or late at
0: night or early in the morning or something, but, um, for the most part, if you can set those boundaries to kind of not have that happen, um, it'll be like really beneficial, not only on your work, but your mental health as well. Thank you. Uh, do you get your inspirations?
2: Um, that's a good question. I mean, it's, I think for me, it's just, yeah, like my friends, um, other designers that you know I follow and um, who work I like, um, just other you know people who run their own businesses. Um, I don't have like any like particular people that I normally follow on a day to day basis. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I would say also for me too is like I get a lot of my inspiration and ideas when I'm outside. And so, like, if I'm either taking a walk or running or whatever it might be, um, I notice a lot of my, like, ideas come from that. Um, Just being able to, like, clear my head and have that space just solely focused
0: on, like, what I'm doing. Um, So, for me, like, I think that's been something that's been really helpful. Uh, Max? Thank you
2: for joining, Max. It was very well. Yeah, likewise. Thank you for having me.